Hi, and welcome to this episode of the Data Revolution podcast. I'm Kate Carruthers, and this time I'll be talking about two things. Firstly, I'll be talking about new ways of working that I think we're going to need to adopt to support our AI journeys. And secondly, I'm going to talk about some existing and emerging roles that we will need to support our data and AI operations at scale. Now, a lot of people are freaking out about all the jobs that AI is going to destroy, but I want to talk about some of the new roles that AI is going to create. And I want to talk about how we will need to work together in some new ways. So let's go to first ways of working. I'm going to talk about DevOps and data ops and ML ops or AI ops, if you want to call it that. So DevOps is a team, is a, is a way of working uh, with that includes developers and operations folks who work collaboratively through the product lifecycle. It's meant to increase the speed and agility and quality of the software deployment. But it also usually means the implementation of continuous integration and continuous deployment, or CICD, as you'll often hear it referred to as well. But more than that, it's a cultural shift, and it has really significant implications for teams and the organizations that they work for. So DevOps is cross-functional teams plus automated testing and deployment. And if you think of that in the data space, it becomes data ops, which is DevOps with a data angle. So DevOps plus data pipeline automation plus automated testing. If you think of data ops as the child of DevOps, DevOps uh, has been around for a long time. It's been Atlassian, for example, have been a big proponent of it for many years. But think of data ops as the child of DevOps. Data ops spans a number of different disciplines, including data development, data transformation, extraction, quality, data governance, access control, capacity planning, and system operations. So these were things that used to be done in the IT department in the ops area, in the operations area, but now increasingly we need to bring those into our data teams. So data ops teams are often managed by an organization's chief data officer or a chief analytics officer and are supported by the data engineers, data analysts, data stewards, and others with responsibilities for data. So it's DevOps with a specific data lens. And then there is MLOps or AIOps, so machine learning ops. So it's really DevOps plus data ops plus machine learning or AI pipeline automation. So we need to work in these new ways, and this is a fundamental practice for being able to scale your operations with the coming of AI. And if you're not already doing this in your data world, you probably need to start to think about it. So now I'm going to turn to some of the new roles that we need to think about. And I want to just start with with, um, the following on from the data ops conversation we just I just had I wanted to follow on with the data a devops engineer a data ops engineer so it's a, a generalist who has a wide ranging understanding of both data development and operations so they need to know how to manage things like databases they need to know how to do coding and infrastructure management system administrations and also to manage the devops tool chains and 
this person needs to be able to support development teams by managing the cloud infrastructure and any local tooling that you need. They also need to be able to manage development environments and also be able to add value by improving build processes and improving consistency. And they need to understand cloud scale and they need to get it and they need to understand how to secure and how to set limits because you don't want costs to run away. So they need to be a kind of all-rounder. And then, again, they need some really traditional database administration skills including reliability and backups because the need for those things doesn't doesn't go away in the cloud. And the other thing that they need to do is they need to be able to understand how to implement uh, really robust logging and metrics so that you can work out what's going on with all your deployed applications. And they need to understand how to build scalable and reliable infrastructure. So they need to be able to work properly at scale uh, for your own organization. This is probably a really key fun, fundamental role in the modern data landscape that hasn't always been there because we could always just rely on IT to do these things. But, but now you actually need to take control of your own destiny and you need your own data ops person. And then the next role is also super important. And uh, I tend to think you need more of these than you need data scientists. So my current ratio is about four to one of data engineers to data scientists. So data engineers combine raw data from various sources so that they can create consistent and machine-readable formats. They also develop and test architectures that can enable data extraction and transformation for predictive or prescriptive modeling. They, they process raw data and hopefully by building automated pipelines. We don't want to be manually handling data if we can avoid it. So building automated data pipelines is a really fundamental part of their role. And one of the things that data engineers need to do is it's to have to be able to build the infrastructure on top of what the data ops person has provided that can consolidate and enrich data sets. And they need to be able to handle data processing at scale and they need to be able to prepare data sets for analysis and they need to be able to deliver insights and stuff to the business users. And this is a super important role and uh, one that is often underestimated by people who are planning this kind of data operation uh, nowadays, but data engineers are worth their weight in gold. And this leads into the data scientists. Now, I know I don't think you need a lot of them, but you do need them and they are really handy people to have around. Ideally, I think it'd be great to have a combination of a data engineer and a data scientist so that they can do their own prep. So data scientists are really trying to probe for insights and deliver insights for the business users. So they are trying to apply ML algorithms and other analytics approaches to the data and trying to discover meaning in large sets of data. And they also uh, seek to interpret and discuss the analytical re results. And one of the important things that a data scientist really needs to be able to do is to be able to do some data storytelling and to use visualization techniques to help with that. And the kind of tools that you'll find them using is, is pro, uh, programming languages, things like Python, R, and SQL. Um, but I do recommend that people just learn Python. It's the uh, Swiss army knife of the data world. 
And they will also need to use visualization libraries and frameworks, things like Pandas, NumPy, Matplotlib, Plotly, and Seaborn. And they'll also need to learn machine learning libraries and frameworks. And they'll also need to understand data storage and management. So they'll need to have some database skills. And they may need to understand um, how to use things like Postgres, MySQL, and Mongo. Um, but in the cloud too, they may be using uh, native data platforms, cloud computing platforms like uh, on AWS, um, Azure, and GCP. And they all data scientists will also need to um, use collaboration and version control tools. So you'll find them using um, notebooks on uh, on the cloud typically. And this leads me into a new emerging role and uh, the AI engineer, not much seen in the wild as yet, but starting to emerge. And they are the next generation of data engineers. So these people have all the same baseline skills as a data engineer, but on top of that, they understand AI and they can run AI operations. So let's do a quick recap of what AI is. So AI is the umbrella term that covers things like machine learning, deep learning, and generative AI. And AI is always in the abstract because when it goes into production, it's called something else. So when I'm talking about AI engineers, they may be ML engineers, they may be deep learning engineers, they could be any, any, but I think an AI engineer is a good umbrella term for, for what they're, what this role is that's emerging. Now, there's already been some research regarding recruitment of AI engineers in the Netherlands by uh, Marcel Meesters, Petra Heck, and Alexander Serebrenik, and they found, and I quote, the job tasks of AI engineers are concentrated in five categories, business understanding, data engineering, modeling, software development, and operations engineering. Companies ask for AI engineers with different profiles. One, data scientist, data science engineer with focus on modeling. Two, AI software engineer with focus on software development. Three, generalist AI engineer with focus on both models and software. Furthermore, we present the tools and technologies mentioned in selected job ads and soft skills. And so they're starting to understand that they want all of that technology stuff, but they also want soft skills. Now, I'm just about to hire my first AI engineer, and it's an appointment that I will be really looking forward to seeing how it develops but the kind of person that I want to appoint to that is a really solid senior data engineer and um, has, have them learn about AI. So um, I think that'll be a really interesting thing to see. But uh, I think what we all need to do is start to move up the food chain. So I will. I think we're going to start to see less of a focus on data engineering and more of a focus on AI engineering going forward. And another uh, emerging role that I can see is the need for a product owner. And I was speaking at a conference recently, and uh, I did quip that this is probably a job for all those arts graduates like me. Um, so this is the role of AI product owners. So an AI product owner is, is responsible for delivering value through AI solutions. They understand the use of AI from a business perspective, they understand the uses and limitations of AI from a technical perspective, 
and they use data storytelling techniques to paint the picture of what is needed by the business from the AI. And they're that go between between the technical people and the business people. And this is where I reckon the next generation of arts graduates and business analysts will be working. But as I keep saying, it takes a team to build great things. And this is where my next thing comes in. A good data team is not just comprised of technical people. We're going to need more skills around the table. So in the past, we've always built data products without worrying about things like um, customer experience. But I think we need to bring those sorts of things in. So the, the roles I think that we need to be sitting around the table in future are going to include, and they're in alphabetical order because that's the way I did it. So AI engineers, which we've just spoken about, business analysts, they are really useful people and they come to have a deep understanding of the data and get to know the business. So I think business analysts are going to be key. Uh, customer experience designers. Now, they have not been traditionally used in developing data products, but I think they are going to need to be used more. And those are going to be really valuable skill sets to bring to bear for data products going forward. Data analysts um, and report writers, uh, we're going to need people like that. And they, they will work together with the CX designers, the customer experience designers. And I think that'll be a really valuable pairing of um, CX designers and data analysts. And the next next role is a, an interesting one is the data architect. And I make that a singular because you only ever need one of these. If you have more than one, they fight. Um, but taking an uh, architected approach to data products is going to be essential, especially if we want them to scale. And then we've got data engineers and data scientists whom I've spoken about and then end users and subject matter experts from the business. They are so essential to having good data products that I think they're really key. And then the product owner, the AI product owner, is an essential role. We've already spoken about that. But the other role that I think is going to be important is web app developers because increasingly our data products are going to be a combination of reporting and analytics and data-driven applications. So data is now driving not only reporting, but services, service delivery. And increasingly, I think data isn't going to need to have web developers in, in the creation of these data products. So to wrap up, for sure, I think AI will mean that some jobs will disappear. And I reckon it totally sucks to be something like uh, potentially a truck driver or some kind of person who has to write up sports events stories. That's totally not a job of the future because AI can do that really well now. But jobs in the data world are not going anywhere. In fact, I believe that data and cyber are the two key job growth industries for the future. And each of these industries will be powered by data and driven by AI and will increasingly deliver services and not just reports. So it's a really exciting place to be, and it's a really interesting place to be. So that's all for now. Hope you'll join me again next time. Please don't forget to review and rate the podcast. It really does help. I'm Kate Carruthers. Thank you very much for listening. 
And that is it for another episode of the Data Revolution podcast. I'm Kate Crothers. Thank you so much for listening. Please don't forget to give the show a nice review and a like on your podcast app of choice. See you next time.